Welcome to the Weird Works Podcast. I'm Dr. Christy, your host. Join us for conversations about alternative and sometimes controversial healthcare topics. This podcast will provide the evidence that you need in order to make informed decisions about your health, to empower you with the facts that you need to advocate for your health, and to encourage you that there is hope your body heals. Join us from experts from all things weird, as well as the testimonies of people with stories of radical healing who were once told that perhaps their condition was a death sentence, that they would just need to live with it, or that drugs and invasive surgery were the only answer. Let's get into agreement that if there is something natural and non-invasive that could be helpful, that it could be your first option rather than your last resort. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Christy here on the Weird Works podcast, and today I have the privilege to um, interview a friend and a colleague, Dr. Jason Dean. Some of you are probably already following him and have listened to some of his work um, throughout the internet. He is um, has a practice in Orlando, similar to our practice with his wife, Lisa. Um, he's the founder of the Revolution Network. Um, you've probably heard of him if you've heard the word noble patriots. And he is late, uh, lately has started the Brave TV Network, which I just found out myself and found you and followed. And so I have Dr. Dean on here because him and I have an agreement that we talk about controversial topics all day long because we have both made a pact to choose the, the path least chosen is like what I like to say, right? So we already know of being of alternative medicine that our views aren't the views of the majority, but we know that they're valid and we feel like we definitely need to get them out to the mainstream so that you can make educated decisions for yourself. And if you don't have both sides of the story, how could you ever make an impactful educated decision? So Dr. Dean is gonna tell you a little bit about his projects, what he's been covering on all those different channels that I mentioned. And then we're gonna talk about censorship because he himself has been censored, right Dr. Dean? Uh, I, I know it well. <laughs> and there's life Absolutely. after censorship. He's here. <laughs> Cens- censor. So banned on Facebook long time ago now, banned on YouTube, banned on Twitter. I think that's all right now. That's all. That's all. That's all. The, 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 it's okay though. You know what? It's actually been the blessing in disguise because not only do you get more time to be creative, you get more time to create content. Yeah. Um, but you know, you don't, you don't miss them. I, you know, you miss sometimes talking with your friends and things, but there's so many channels of communication at this point that, you know, I picked up on telegram and text and everything else. And so I'm back in touch with most everybody. Yeah. Um, so it, it is what it is, but at the end of the day, it allows us to gain more knowledge, learn more and uh, more family time too. So it's actually been a good thing. Yeah, and you can find the blessing in it for sure. We were at a seminar a few weeks ago now together in Orlando, and people were swapping phone numbers. I was like, whoa, this is so old school. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I, I've been texting everybody for like the last few weeks since that because, you know, we got numbers and everything. And it's like, wow, we're going back to the way it used to be. Yeah, the, the millennials will say the OG. I'm trying to learn the lingo. Yeah. Okay, so... I kind of, this is something that kind of came to my mind, like over the course of the last few months, but I was like, gosh, why was it such a big deal in 2020? Like, don't we already agree to disagree? You know, like, okay, there's traditional medicine and there's alternative medicine. We know there's different political views. We know there's different religions. So we already know we disagree. So what was it about last year that was so like polarizing and dividing? Do you have any thoughts on that? 
Well, I mean, the, the, so there's a common theme I've been, I've been working on, or, or I should say I re- refer back to. And you, you, I know you are in your Bible quite often. Mm-hmm. And so you will, you will definitely get this and probably your, your viewers and, and listeners will definitely get this. And I actually spoke to, uh, before this morning, one of my patients came in and he leads a big, uh, Christian ministry for saving teens from drugs and alcohol and things like that. And so we were talking and I said, Tim, I go, you know, I, I am not a, a biblical scholar by any means. Like I like to research it, but I like to compare it with lots of other things. And I study different religions and different things. And I just find it enjoyable to me because it's, it's about knowledge for me. And, but, but the, the same line comes back and I'm paraphrasing this completely. So no disrespect to anybody who is a theologian, but um, for lack of knowledge, my people will perish. And most people I don't think are really truly studying and reading. Cause when you get that scripture, I look at that and I go, wow, we're in the natural health world. And I can apply that to almost anything you want to. No one asks what's in the vaccines. No one asks what the, the ingredients are in their food. Everyone. I mean, I don't want to say everyone, obviously, but the, let, let's say the masses because if you're, a ma- if you're one of the masses and you're triggered by that word that I just said, then you need to listen to this because right. you were triggered in 2020. I mean, the biggest thing is, and I'll, I'll be careful so you don't get censored. There was this, as I call it, the magic pathogen that's running around. This magic pathogen is so magical that you, you have to walk to your restaurant table with a mask on. But as soon as you sit down, you can take it off because it doesn't affect you at the table because... The air conditioning system's not running air through the, through the, you know, the system. People aren't talking. There's nothing spreading when you're sitting. It's just when you're walking through. And I think that was the biggest thing that turned people is it used to be the vaccine, like vaccines were the biggest thing. And it still is pretty big, but, you know, the COVID thing, it's, it literally flipped people on, on their end. And then the mask was the big thing. Like, and the funny part is, is, everybody in the world became a doctor overnight and then started not believing the actual doctors like yourself and I, who actually study this stuff on a daily basis. And now they're all triggered because we're saying, um, yeah, you know, surgeons and dentists wear that thing because they don't want to actually get saliva in an open body or in somebody else's mouth. But you wearing um, that thing from China or that, that, that piece of cloth that you haven't washed since you started using it, that's not actually going to do anything for you. And they freak out because they're watching mainstream media. And if an authority tells them what to do, that's what they do. And, and fortunately, Dr. Christie, you and I, we don't listen to authority very well. And so, no. and so that's why 2020 was so crazy. Yeah, I said that to somebody this morning, like probably like less than a half an hour ago. I'm like, hi, have we met? I'm a rule breaker. <laughs> Maybe you don't know much about me yet. 
Well, and that's true, right? So let's talk a little bit about mainstream media because that is like where people get their information. You know, they flip the TV on mindlessly when they get home from, you know, work, they sit around the table with the family and eat dinner and the news is playing in the background. My own family has quoted the mainstream media news to me and I have asked them several times, like, listen, like if you have watched it on one of those channels, please do not repeat it to me because we're going to battle like we are going to disagree and that's what we're finding like you actually have families now fighting against other family members so why does the why does the media do that do you want to talk about why they have any special interest in spreading fear tactics and brainwashing and kind of leading people to a final decision oh you're gonna take me down that road that's okay let's let's go there so that's why you're on here (laughs) let me give you a little background because i do talk talk about controversial stuff. And, I, and, I, and it's hard to say the answers to this without going a little controversial, but I do want to educate people because I, I have made a pact myself when I go on other people's podcasts to not, I won't hurt anybody, but I don't want to hold back stuff because no. it might wake up the next person. And when World War II supposedly ended, there was this thing called the Nuremberg trials where they put obviously Nazis up on trial for crimes against humanity. This is the problem. It's a money game and there's people that are bad people that help run this planet, unfortunately. And we know this in the natural health world. That's why food is the way it is, GMOs, vaccines, et cetera. And when they lost that quote unquote, when they, they lost in the trials, the problem was a lot of the money people actually took the, the scientists and they brought them over to America. And there's this thing called the Fourth Reich. And so the Third Reich, or the Nazis, they brought them over and there's this thing called Operation Paperclip. And they literally took over medicine in America. And so what you're seeing right now is you're seeing Operation Paperclip play out and that is mainstream medicine. Now, I am not anti-medication. I'm not, medication can save lives in emergency situation, but I think we all can agree that we've gotten to an insane world where people have five, 10, 15 plus prescription bottles in their home being told that they need every single medication. Now, on top of that, they also rolled out this thing called Project Mockingbird. And Mockingbird, if you know what a Mockingbird does, I'll, I'll let you go look that up on, on, on Google or the internet. And a Mockingbird repeats things, right? And so the media is Project Mockingbird. Most of your talking heads, your news, et cetera, are actually undercover CIA operatives. And some of them are actually brainwashed with something called MKUltra to the point where they don't even know that they're being used to deceive the public. People like the Anderson Coopers of the world, he is actually MKUltra'd CIA Mockingbird. You can go look it up. He actually worked with the CIA. And so people are listening to this, but I wish the news were there to give us information, but, but I always tell people, if you're watching something and the majority of what they're putting out is negative, then you know it's probably not a good sign because we're, as humans, no matter what you come from, background, faith, uh, race, whatever, I mean, we all just, we all want to be happy, I think. I mean, that it seems like, you know, I see patients, I always tell people, I see patients just like Dr. Christie does from every walk of life. And everyone that comes in, it seems like has the same thing. They want to be happy. They want to have a nice family. They want to earn enough income to survive and do well. They just want this thing called happiness. Right. If you're watching television or listening to the radio and 
you come away feeling not so great about it, you're probably watching, watching or listening to something that is not beneficial. And, and that's what they play off of. I mean, it's literally 90% negative news on how bad something is going and they make money off of that. I mean, pharmaceutical ads are throughout the radio and television all day long versus why don't we have news that actually talks about positive things like, hey, children are doing this, this country is doing this, this is a new, you know, new project or innovation or new invention. Like, imagine if we had news that were like that. So it really is an energy game and the fact that it really pushes people from a frequency standpoint, like down. If you feel bad or depressed after listening or watching something, that is unfortunately their intention because they also push you into what's called sympathetic overdrive. Mm -hmm. So from a chiropractic standpoint, our nervous system has fight or flight or rest and digest. We prefer to be in rest and digest most of the time and nice and peaceful, but our news actually puts us into sympathetic overdrive, which is fight or flight. So when you feel stressed or nervous or, oh my gosh, can I pay the bills? What's going to happen in the economy? Things like that. If you're feeling that way, you know you're watching the wrong stuff and that's what the media is doing to people. So you really need to be aware of that. Yeah, I like that point. So people really need to do a gut check. Like, how are you feeling? We talk about all the time, like in chiropractic and nutrition, like what are you feeding your body? But it's not just what are you putting in your mouth? Like, what are you putting in your ears? What are you putting in your head? Who are you surrounding yourself by? Because that's going to become your truth, right? That's why I found like during this whole pandemic all last year, you know, I love coming to the office because we're like surrounded by our people and they're hopeful and they're confident and they're empowered and they know they're doing the right things and they're and then I would go out in the world and I gave myself like a two hour window because I was like, I'm going to get arrested out here because I'm not going <laughs> to keep my mouth shut and I'm getting angry and frustrated because I know some of the truths and I'm like, I can't believe that people are just going along like with their heads down, not thinking for themselves. And that's really what this whole like message today is about. Like you've got to start thinking for yourselves because there's, you know, I was thinking, Jason, while you were talking about that just last a minute ago, really was that people have kind of accepted now that like pharmaceuticals have an agenda and they know that there's money. Do you think one day that people will accept that like what we just witnessed in 2020 with politics, with coronavirus, with vaccine agendas, like one day that they will be able to see that for what it is and accept that that, that was a political influence, that was a money-driven plan all along. Yeah, as much as much as I don't love what happened in 2020, um, I will say there's a lot of good that came out of it. I think never before, no matter which side of the aisle you were on politically, I think one is a little bit more awake than the other. And I'll leave that at that, not to offend anybody out there listening. Um, but you definitely saw the insanity of, you know, the CDC says one thing one week, and then they say something else another week. Um, I think the Fauci's of the world are definitely not viewed very popular anymore. I mean, there was literally a news article that came out today that I saw the headline of, so I had to read it, which was he basically said, that the vaccinated will not be able to be going to restaurants and movie theaters for a while because they were vaccinated because they're not safe yet enough. And I'm, I'm like, 
they're literally like going back and forth so much that it's actually waking people up. So I'll be honest with you, if they were attempting to confuse, they probably did confuse some, but I'll, I'll tell you, I think there's at least a hundred million plus Americans that are awake enough. I'm not saying they're fully down the rabbit holes, but they're awake enough to say, wait a second, this doesn't make any sense. You know, we heard about this, uh, this medication called hydroxychloroquine and the media started bashing it right away. And it was a super cheap medication that, that actually was for malaria. And then there's other people talking about zinc and quinine and all these different, like, I'll be honest with you from a practitioner standpoint, 2020, uh, we had a little bump in the road when, when everything first hit because people got scared. But then when we pivoted and we learned how to do things on online and everything, it was literally our biggest year ever in practice because people are waking up to the fact that sure medicine is necessary for a lot of things, but they're waking up to the fact that it's become bloated. It's stealing our money and it's keeping people sick. And so I think that's the good thing. I think that people are definitely at least getting a little wake up call to the fact that, Hey, uh, I might need this medicine thing down the road. If something like really bad occurs, but hold on this, this natural health thing, like, you know, there's more websites out there that are, that are promoting it. You know, when I, when people come to me in office or online, some of them are already taking like a handful of supplements plus. So I actually believe that as crazy as 2020 was, and I think 2021 will be a little bit crazy as well. I think the good side is winning. And I do believe over a period of time, they're not going to be able to keep everyone quiet anymore. And I do think that long-term natural health takes a better position in this and people start demanding answers, which is really all we want. Yeah, I can agree with that. And we've seen the same thing. We're not that far away. Our practices aren't that far away, but we've seen the same thing. Yeah. And I'm like, if 2020 wasn't a wake up call for people to start thinking about what they can do for their own well-being and health and take some things into their own hands and empowerment over it, like, I don't know what else, else it would take, you know? But yeah, we're seeing the same. Okay. So we want to talk about getting a little bit about the censorship. I think for people to start to understand that censorship is real, they might need to understand the word conspiracy theory. So it's super funny because right before I came downstairs to do this recording, I got a message that I sent to um, my marketing people. I'm like, hey, our Facebook ad was rejected. And she wrote back, censorship is real right now. And I was like, that's so funny. I'm going to talk to Jason Dean about censorship. We just got censored. So I guess that's just admiration, right? It means that we're making an impact. But do you want to just define for the audience, like what is conspiracy theory? So, so conspiracy theory is actually, I mean, I'm paraphrase off the top of my head, but, par- but conspiracy theory is basically when one or more people get together to essentially deceive or create a deception to work around to get their desired objective, essentially, right? So mm-hmm. Um, I'll give you like one of the most famous conspiracy theories ever. And then people can, you know, debate this for themselves. So, um, so, so JFK, so the JFK assassination, Mm -hmm. which is a really good one. There's, there's some others I can go into, but it'll, it'll freak people out. So the JFK assassination, Uh, so I'm just gonna be very blunt. Um, JFK was not assassinated by a lone gunman. Um, a guy who did not even know how to use a gun was, was what's called a patsy, meaning they, they put it on him. Uh, anytime you hear a new, a, 
a, a news story where someone did a shooting or they did something that was really bad and they use all three of their names, first, middle, and last, it's usually not how it really went down. And so Kennedy was shot several times and it was supposedly done by this one guy up in like one of the top floors of a factory building who was also a CIA operative. <laughs> and the angles, of the, shots, <laughs> the angles of the shots make no sense. Um, the whole story falls apart when you actually dive into like even just the superficial facts. Not only that, but right before he passed, before he was killed, um, JFK wanted to go back to essentially like a silver gold standard uh, for monetary system. He didn't want to go to war. He wanted to bring troops home. And also he asked for the, the UFO ET files in government. So he was asking, he was doing a lot of stuff. And then out of nowhere, um, he was taken out. And there was one person who actually happened to be at that event on the sidewalk, which was uh, George Herbert Walker Bush, um, who has some history in World War II. I'll let people go research that for themselves. So essentially is with conspiracies, they're hard because no one knows the exact 100% truth, but there's enough questionability to the fact that something wasn't right. And it's definitely not quote unquote, the official story. And then the CIA came up with the word conspiracy theory so that they could actually throw people off. So now in today's world, if anyone questions any narrative, they're called a conspiracy theorist, which I, you know, I've worn that badge of honor for a long period of time. And now it's full on. I mean, you just said your Facebook ad got deleted. I got banned off Facebook. I'm not even allowed to run ads anymore. And you can't say anything in an ad anymore that would even potentially offend anybody. I mean, the crazy part was we were running parasite protocol ads and apparently parasites and the fact that someone might have a parasite was offensive and we could never get the ad like we'd get the ad up for like a week and they'd take it down so they'd approve it and then they'd take it down because all the little ai bots and so censorship is real they're coming after a lot of people and and i i don't want to scare people but this is really just a version of what they did in nazi germany just a different way of going about it that's what people will ask. They'll be like, this is America. Like we have freedom of speech and we have constitution. Like how could that be happening? But it, it is happening. Um, do you want to speak about what types of voices are also being censored or who you're amongst now? <laughs> so I'll be honest with you. It's mostly conservatives getting banned. It's mostly obviously Trump supporters getting banned. Um, whether or not you love him or hate him, love, love the party or hate the party. And I'm not necessarily a diehard Republican. I'm a very constitutional individual. I'm probably more libertarian, but I also believe in American values, the, the old school American values. And right now, if you say anything outside of big tech, um, I mean, if you go, if you go against any lifestyle or if you say anything regarding race, and I'm not saying like saying anything bad about race. Like if you even discuss it, I mean, this is the crazy part. So uh, we've been moving our house and we were at our other house. We don't have all of our stuff to, to make food. And so we've had to get like some Uber Eats delivered. And I pull up my Uber Eats. And the first thing you see is how they're promoting to me 
how to better serve or better give um, economy or whatever to black owned businesses. And I'm like, and I told my wife, I'm like, this is the insanity we're in right now. And she's like, what do you mean? I go, I go, I personally don't need to know what businesses are black owned or not, because I don't look at skin color. Like who makes the best food? I don't care if there's an alien down the road from another planet. If they make really good wings, <laughs> I want their wings. Like, you eat wings? But, but like, it, it's, it's like, it's insane to think that we have to be taught or told who to give because they're basically doing reverse racism. They're doing reverse. I mean, it's reverse. Like there's no reason we should have to know about that stuff because we should all actually just be treating each other in equally. And if you provide a good product or service, then you're going to get, you know, economy, you're going to get dollars your way because you provide a good service. So in that world, that's where we're going. Like everything is becoming very, very sensitive. Um, people are being desensitized like crazy. And, you know, I got booted from Facebook for talking about just ETs and UFOs. Um, I got booted from YouTube because I, I one night, um, I no actually here, this, this is what happened. Um, the current potential vice president, Kamala Harris, uh, is not actually black. She is from my recollection, her parents are Jamaican and Indian. If I'm, if I, if I recall correctly. Um, so I didn't say anything bad about her because I know Jamaican people. I know Indian people, right? I just said she's not she's not actually black, and they've been promoting her as African American, and she has no ties mm -hmm. to actual Africa. So I got I got my I got a strike on YouTube because I was being racist essentially, even though I was just pointing out where her family was from. And then the other night, I I think my one of my my final check or my final strikes against me was. All I did was I compared Antifa to the Proud Boys. I didn't say one was bad or good. I just compared them. And literally the, the next day I got a strike for, for being a cyber bully and for supporting cults. <laughs> and so, and literally, I think right after that, I got banned and then Twitter, I got banned and everything else. And so the crazy part was all I was doing was actually giving data. I wasn't saying one way or another. I was actually being very careful because I didn't want to offend other people. Like, I don't think every single person out there who is watching my Antifa does right now is a bad person. They might be in a bad world. And I don't think every single person in the Proud Boys is probably a great person. So I was just giving data. But the problem is, this is a really dangerous, slippery slope for freedom of speech, is the fact that even if you say something and you're trying... The fact that you have to try to be careful is a violation of freedom of speech, because if we're really, truly freedom of speech, you should be able to say anything you want. Even if, even if Dr. Christie and I are completely offended by what is being said, even if we're completely like, it's disgusting, it's horrible what they said, mm -hmm. that's the beauty of free speech yeah. is you're allowed to say it because if you don't, you're going to suppress an entire society. Yeah, and that's what I wanted to talk about next. So what is the real danger? Like, okay, so we all start thinking and believing and saying the same things. Is that, you know, like, what's the danger in that? Have you thought much about it? Uh, the danger is where does it end? You know, where, 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 where does it go to? I mean, for example, we're in the natural health world. So 
one of the other things people got censored for was talking about actual remedies to the magic pathogen. So for example, you know, you're told every day that only a vaccine, only a mask, nothing else, and maybe a couple like experimental drugs, right? right? Versus I routinely joked back in early last year when everything was happening that I probably have at least 10 remedies uh, on my wall in my room that will actually knock this stuff out and make your life a lot easier. I mean, this is, they're taking it, even, even the, the HCQ um, is an anti-malarial medication, meaning that there's a parasitic situation to this whole thing. And there's probably a bacterial situation because it goes into the lungs. So, cause why does zinc and ivermectin and quinine work? Because you're dealing with parasite, you're dealing with the immune system and you're dealing with bacteria. So why would that work then? So then I just go to my room and I go, okay, well, here's some wormwood. Um, here's some, uh, let's say a whole bunch of different remedies there. Here's some artemisinin. Um, here's some zinc. Here's some bacterial things you can do. And oh, wait, we just knocked it out. But God forbid we say, and people were getting banned for saying that stuff. Why? Because you can buy a 20 or $30 product from my office or somebody else's office that has that stuff in it that can actually help you get through this naturally versus billions and billions and billions of dollars worth of antibiotics, vaccines, et cetera. And so the long-term problem is it's not a money situation. It's a slippery slope of silencing everybody. Could you imagine if down the road, you couldn't talk about supplements at all because it violated medicine. That's a very, that's not even something that I want to even like, like think up. about Yeah. because you, that, that is the danger. Like one little step into going against free speech violates everything. Cause where does it end? That's the problem. Right. I think that's, that's true. And from a consumer point of view, like we're so used to having all these choices, right? Like you can go in the grocery store and have a choice of like five different choices of saran wrap and like 50 different thousand colors of what shirts and socks you want to wear. And if you wanted to match or not match, I don't think that people realize that they take for granted how many choices and options that we have. And so this is just starting to brainwash people to get used to like less and less and less, right? Remember the toilet paper shortage and the food shortages. And then it was even like the people were stocking their pantry and it was like, well, this company is only going to make two flavors of soup now because they need to consolidate their, you know, manufacturing processes. And you're used to going in and having like 20 different kinds of soup. And so those might small seem like small choices or small decisions, but like you said, where does it end? And how much are people going to be willing to give up just because somebody told them, think this way, right? Yeah. And, and the danger is, I mean, the biggest thing that I've looked at is um, I, I know how to strategically get around all this stuff, just like probably you do, as well as our colleagues and friends. Like we can strategically not say something over here, but say it over here. And it doesn't necessarily affect me. My issue is, when it comes to the vaccine, when it comes to the mask, when it comes to free speech, when it comes to race, when it comes to spirituality, when, when it comes to every single thing that they're trying to dictate and dominate, mm-hmm. what about our children? Because I'm not going to be here forever. <laughs> my kids, my kid or kids will last longer than me. And I don't want our children learning 
stuff that isn't true. I want our children having at least some semblance of what we used to have. And so that's my biggest concern is trying to also program, for example, my daughter and showing her this is not how the world works. This is not how the world is supposed to work. And as you see dad and mom fighting for certain things, we're going to need you also to fight for this, but even possibly more because you really do need to get your kids quote unquote, like activated. Like they need to know what's going on. Don't, I don't mince words with my daughter. Like I let her know straight up front. She, she, she asked, she asked why somebody else was in the presidential seat. And I told her because somebody cheated, that's how it worked. Like there was cheating going on. And she knows that. And so if you ask her, she'd be like, oh, so and so cheated and they're supposed to be in jail. Like, don't play around with this. Like, like we have to be honest people in society if we want our society to go the right way. Because if you start getting dicey about it and you're not like set in a way, then you create further problems down the road. Like really everything we do gets magnified as it goes out. And that's why it's so good to be positive. Know what's going on. You don't want to be like, you know, Mr. Hopium, you don't want to be like, oh, everything's fine, wonderful. No, you have to understand what's going on, the source of problems. But then we really have to push out positivity because that's really what's going to ultimately win in the end. Yeah, agreed. I like that. And think about like sometimes people aren't willing to do something for themselves. Like maybe it's not important enough or they'll just lay down to it or they don't have the energy to like put up a fight or whatnot. Think about like your children, like then find a bigger cause. Like if you're not a big enough cause, then find a bigger cause to stand for. I know you guys um, just posted, you guys had Chris Ann Hall, who's the constitutional attorney down in Orlando. She was up here in Jack's a few weeks, a couple weeks ago. And, um, that's what we'll talk about, like where as people start to get more woke and open and even just like maybe this is the first time they ever heard that, like, hey, mainstream media, like you got to go beyond that and do your own research and find some of the real truths and compare and contrast points of view. Because if you don't see both sides of it again, like how do you know that you're making an educated decision and you're not just blindly trusting? But she's a constitutional attorney and she talked a lot about consent and the consents that we're giving up. And it's little things like wearing a mask or make, you know, let, allowing a retail or a restaurant owner to, you know, spray hand sanitizer on you or take your temperature. It seems like small little things, but like you're consenting to it. And if you continue to do that, then you're going to persistently send the message out that that's okay. And once they get away with that, then what's the next layer that you're going to get used to, right? Totally. And, and yeah, and it, to- it totally is. And I've been trying to preach on that forever is stop, stop complying with people. I mean, <laughs> It's, it's, it's so funny. Somebody asked my father-in-law the other day, um, because he had like, he's detoxing right now. And he had a little bit of like a loose stool and they're like, Oh, well, something must be wrong with you. It must be COVID. So you need to get tested. And I'm like, first of all, first of all, this person has zero medical background whatsoever. No one is allowed to ask you to even get a test unless they even had like, you better have a certificate of some kind with some medical, profession something on it because like you're just like if you go up and some random person like says oh I need you to do this or I need a test you don't have that jurisdiction like I'm a physician you're a physician like you don't get to ask those questions unless you're at least in our world and you you understand what that may be and so we we need to wake up and stop complying the other thing we need to do which is super important this goes along with Chris Ann because She's educating on our history. Okay. So one of the keys to that is you have to know about the history. I mean, I sat in there for three hours and I was blown away by stuff that, and I studied a lot 
And I didn't know the stuff she was talking about to the point where I'm like, wow, I have to go back and do more stuff. So like, this is how you build your world. For example, um, we have a television on our wall that has zero cable hooked up, zero satellite, Netflix is gone. Um, Hulu is gone. I have Amazon only because they have a few things that I need to get from there from a movie standpoint. And the only thing we watch are probably every once in a while an entertaining family movie that we have like kind of vetted to something super crazy inside. And then the rest is used for like seminars, do a little YouTube or other alternative video sites out there to read, to watch something that's important that actually educates us versus just pure stupid entertainment. And I also don't go home and spend three, four, five hours watching television. I mean, we go home, uh, we, we, everyone in our family has a book problem, meaning we buy too many books because we find something, oh, we gotta get that. We got, I may not read it right away, but I get it because it's on the mind or studying, researching, taking a class. I mean, anything like this is the stuff that you do to make a better world. So instead of spending countless hours on television or even the computer, I mean, again, the beautiful thing about being banned from Facebook and Twitter and all those other places is I don't have time. I, I, I have zero time to scroll a timeline and people don't realize how much time they're using to be entertained yeah. versus using to study and educate. And if someone out there says to me, well, I'm not a good studier. I'm not a good reader. I don't like books. Then I'll tell you, literally, sit at your desk or whatever, or your couch, whatever. Have your phone next to you. Have a dictionary next to you, an encyclopedia next to you, whatever you need. And as you're reading, if you don't understand something, look it up. And I'm going to tell you right now, the moment you start looking things up that you don't understand, reading and studying will actually become more fun because the only thing you're missing is comprehension of what you're actually reading. So I always tell people, if you don't like it, trust me, I hated reading growing up. I didn't want to read any books. Mm -hmm. Today, I'm a book junkie because I started to understand that I wasn't, didn't understand what I was reading. And so I actually started understanding what I was reading. When I first heard that about the misunderstood word, I was like, oh my gosh, do you wonder how many children gave up on like, maybe it was their actual chosen path in life. And they just were like, I suck at math or I suck at science or I can't read or, you know, I hate history or whatever. And it was just because they got stuck on one thing and they didn't know to like go look it up and so that they could move past it. And I'm like, do you know how many careers have been lost and like people that could have made a difference because they just didn't look up the meaning of a word? It's powerful. 100% percent it's, yeah. it's such a major problem and it's so and in the beginning it takes forever to do and you get yeah. really annoyed but let me tell you your vocabulary also skyrockets it's so much fun but how many people too now like because of the misunderstood word like all this stuff and theory and conspiracy and words and patriot and you know whatever other words and insert question mark here they don't understand it but they're listening to it and taking it as truth and then they're skipping the parts where they don't look up or understand fully and then they fill in the blank with some other meaning right and so they they're going on a theory that they think they understand and they think they know it's a concept but then like that might be also some of the division then you sit down with a family member who maybe you even thought was on the same page as you and you start talking and I'm like wait what what no that's not how it goes <laughs> <laughs> so that could be a thing. If you don't understand your family members, look up the words that they're saying too, because you guys might not be talking the same language whatsoever. 100%. Yeah. Once you get on the same page, everything starts working out. Yeah. Okay. So you said something powerful. So I just put it into a little shorter words. Um, 
Don't let your entertainment be your education. Oh, you were did I say about, that? That's pretty good. Yeah, you did, but I just made it a thing. I made a tagline out of it. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, I mean, look at how much consumers we are. We, we are, we are, we are such, and, I, and consumerism is not necessarily a bad thing if, if it's something that's being used for productive purposes, high morale, good ethics, good judgment, et cetera. I mean, hey, I consume the laptop that I'm on, you know, I, I, I consume a movie here or there, but I don't make it an addiction. It's, uh, it's actually really interesting on my show. I, I've shown several clips over the last year of uh, Donald Trump before, way before he was president. And he talked about like what he loved doing, which was building buildings. And he said, it's my canvas. He's like, I look at it as a canvas. I'm just creating the canvas. And so if you're going to consume things to then turn around and use it for creating on your canvas, that is one thing. But if you're going home and trust me, I used to be part of this. I'm not, I'm not claiming that I've been doing this forever. And I'm like the all knowing guru on this. Like I was a consumer as well. I was partially in the medical world, like from the very beginning, I, I grew up completely asleep and didn't know it. I had to wake up too, but we are better when we're creating. And a lot of problem there is that people don't know what they were put here for. Yeah, I, I truly believe um, we were put here by God creator with a gift, with a purpose. And most people are going to their job every day that they hate, um, surviving nine to five. Being yeah. And then they go home and they just hated their whole day. And now they're just trying to be entertained because they know that they got to go to sleep and they got to get up and do it again. And they're frustrated. They can barely pay bills versus, and I'll be honest with you, you're, you're listening to two people right now, myself and Dr. Christie, who do not live in that world because we found our purpose. We found our gift. And so for us, you look at our world, there's probably not a tremendous amount of entertainment. It's probably a tremendous amount of creation, a lot of, a lot of creating things, making stuff, production, like she's doing a podcast right now. I have a show. And so we have so much fun creating things that we don't even think about entertainment because the creation of something is actually entertainment for us. And so I just tell people, if you really want to beat this whole thing and you want to live an amazing life, it is literally create your own world and just find out that gift, find the purpose. And if you think, oh, I can't find it, I won't know what it is. Here's a really simple way to do it because you are directly connected to God every single day, just literally internally or out loud ask the question and then shut your mouth. And it might take a day. It might take a year. It might take two years. I don't know. I, I, I'm not, I'm not your connection to him, but I will tell you it will come and just don't throw it away when, when you're told, because a lot of people, if it's uncomfortable, it still might be the answer. You just got to be able to deal with the uncomfortable. <laughs> true. It's true. And a lot of that like education or sorry, entertainment, not education. A lot of the entertainment is escapism, like what you were just saying. So you know, it's one thing to acknowledge like you're escaping your reality and you're unhappy with it, but then don't come at me and preach your escapism as like truth and science because it's actually just entertainment and that's all that was ever meant to be. Um, but I like that. That was um, getting quiet is a big thing. And I don't think very many people spent a lot of time getting quiet in 2020 and the first part of 2021. And sometimes you just have to get quiet and be still to hear from God or whatever you believe, or even to just to get quiet and get centered with yourself and like just 
push out all the noise and the confusion because I found myself like, and I'll be honest, like even listening to you, like a couple of nights, I was like listening to your show last year and I was like, okay, I got to turn it off because I got to like, I got to let my brain just stop for a minute, you know, and then I would be like, okay, now something happened in my world and it directly impacts me, my ability to help other people, potentially my ability to keep my practice open, time to tune back in, this is important, you know, and I would go find all the data and research and tune back in and then I knew when I needed to get quiet again because I know about that fight or flight and I know about my little adrenals that could. <laughs> I, had the, gonna, I had to turn myself off. Yeah. There, there were times, there were times, I mean, I didn't turn off yeah. the show, but there were times I had to, tr trust me, being in this also can put you in fight or flight. And I already know that. But so there's been plenty of times, trust me, that I've gone into the backyard or I've literally gone into my, the room and I've just like, and I'm not really a good meditator necessarily. I've never been like great at that, but just lay there and literally be quiet and try to push everything out of the mind and just, and not even listening, just being silent and quiet. And I'll tell you one, it's very peaceful. It's very relaxing. And it brought me back to kind of like chill. And then sometimes I actually got little answers and things that I need to do and stuff like that. And so, yeah, even the best, even, even the ones out there who are in the battle every single day, like us, like, we need to break away too. It gets to be very overwhelming. Trust me, I'm in the same society everyone else is. Mm -hmm. And it's very nice to break away. Sometimes just relax, some be quiet, sometimes read. Um, I, I recommend that for everybody. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so I think we're wrapping up. We've made some awesome real points. I really do hope that it helps people start to get awake and at least start your own journey. Like get on a, some other reference. Um, do you have any uh, recommendations for people? Like if they're onto this and they just want to like, okay, well then what else do I listen to? Or where do I go to get the truth? You want to introduce them to where they can follow you and maybe some other things that you recommend to kind of start diving in? Yeah. So you can, uh, I'm on Twitch right now, which is probably if you're, if you're looking to find an easy way in, uh, it's be to go to Twitch and under Twitch, it's called brave TV network. It's all one word. Uh, since I got banned everywhere else, that's the, that's the free site. Um, brave TV.com is coming. So if you go there, the site is being worked on behind the scenes, but that will be up pretty soon. But Twitch, you can see everything free. You can be in there commenting and watching the shows, et cetera. And then I have a bunch of membership stuff on the side, but I'll tell you one of the things I tell everybody is go to um, go to the website there and get on the email list because that's where a lot of the good content comes out. For for example, I can like actually send stuff out to you, and uh, I do that because if anything gets taken down long term, you'll be on the list so that I can you can still get data from me because if it all goes down obviously you can't really watch, so it's a matter of being connected that way. But that's the best way. And then you know I, I tell everyone the same thing. Come on, watch the show, take it in bits and pieces. If it's too overwhelming for you at times, do step back. I don't want, I don't want everyone overwhelmed, but I will tell you, I am like the, um, the fire hydrant. Like I don't come out in drips. I usually come out like blasting people away. And so if there's a, if there's a certain topic that you're not really comfortable with, good, step back. I don't want everyone is every, it's not everything is for everyone, but if you get enough to listen to, to know that you're, we're, you're in a society that's not what it seems, that's the start. And then start your journey. Once you start your journey, don't worry. You'll be led down the right path as you go. Yeah, I love that. It's totally true. 
Well, thank you so much. It's been a joy. I learned a lot. I thought I knew you and I followed you, but I always learn a ton. I think that you, when you get in touch with somebody who's on fire and on purpose, like myself or Dr. Jean, of course, like we can't just help but like want to help other people and put it out there. So thank you. It's been awesome to have you. Um, I hope that you guys connect with him soon and I'm going to sign off. In Good Health Naturally, this is Dr. Christie. I'll see you on the next episode.